Good evening. This is All India Radio. I'm Sunil Verma and with me is Renuka RS with the evening news. The headlines. India and China call for phased and stepwise de-escalation along the line of actual control at military level talks. Union Minister Nitin Gadkari says India will not allow Chinese companies to participate in highway projects. BSNL cancels tender for 4G network upgradation and expansion amid call for greater use of Make in India technology. COVID-19 recovery rate improves to 59.43%. Over 3,47,000 people cured so far. Nine individuals associated with Khalistan movement declared as terrorists by Home Ministry under provision of UAPA Act. India and China have emphasized the need for an expeditious, phased and stepwise de-escalation as a priority along the line of actual control LAC. Both sides have been engaged in discussions through established military and diplomatic channels to address the situation. Commanders from People's Liberation Army and Indian Army held a meeting yesterday at Chushul on the Indian side for another round of talks. This was the third senior military commander level engagement to discuss issues related to disengagement at the face-off sites along the LAC and de-escalation from the border areas. This is in keeping with the agreement between External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar and his Chinese counterpart during their conversation on 17th of June. Both the leaders agreed that the overall situation would be handled in a responsible manner and both sides would implement the disengagement understanding of 6th June sincerely. Our correspondent quoting sources reports, the meeting yesterday was long and held in a business-like manner keeping in view the COVID-19 protocols. The discussions reflected the commitment of both sides to reduce the tensions along the LAC. The process of disengagement along the LAC is complex and in such a context, speculative and unsubstantiated reports need to be avoided. Sources say more meetings are expected both at the military and at the diplomatic level in future to arrive at mutually agreeable solutions and to ensure peace and tranquility along the LAC as per bilateral agreements and protocols. Union Minister Nitin Gadkari today said that India will not allow Chinese companies to participate in highway projects, including those through joint ventures. Talking to a news agency, Mr. Gadkari said, the government will ensure that Chinese companies are not entertained in various sectors like micro, small and medium enterprises. He said this is a step towards making India self-reliant. The minister said permission for road construction will not be given to joint ventures that have Chinese partners. He also said that a policy will be out soon banning Chinese firms and relaxing norms for Indian companies to expand their eligibility criteria for participation in highway projects. The BSNL today cancelled the tender for 4G network upgradation and expansion amidst complaints by homegrown companies demanding a fresh tender involving greater use of Make in India technology. BSNL said in a notification that tender for planning, engineering, supply, installation, testing commission and annual maintenance of 4G mobile network in North, East, West and South zones of BSNL and Delhi and Mumbai local services area of MTNL have been cancelled. The tender was floated in March this year. 
The decision comes amidst ongoing India-China standoff and Prime Minister Narendra Modi's push for an Atmanirbhar Bharat in the post-COVID world. The state-run telecom company had invited bids for the upgradation of 49,300 sites to 4G and the addition of 7,000 new sites in Delhi and Mumbai. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has welcomed India's decision to ban 59 Chinese apps. Loving India's action, Mr. Pompeo said the clean app approach will boost India's sovereignty, integrity and national security. On Monday, the government of India had banned 59 mobile apps in view of the information available that they were prejudicial to the sovereignty, integrity, defense, security of state and public order. The banned apps included TikTok and WeChat. The recovery rate of COVID-19 patients has improved to 59.43%. During the last 24 hours, 13,157 patients have been cured, taking the cumulative figure to 3,47,978. Presently, there are 2,20,114 active cases and all are under medical supervision. As a result of the coordinated steps taken by the central government, along with states, for prevention, containment and management of COVID-19, there are 1,27,864 recovered cases, more than the active COVID-19 cases as on date. In a statement, Health Ministry said the testing lab network in the country is further strengthened. With 764 labs in the government sector and 292 private labs, there are as many as 1,056 labs in the country. There has been a steady rise in the number of samples tested each day. In the last 24 hours, 2,17,931 samples have been tested. The cumulative number of samples tested so far is over 88.26 lakh. New guidelines for Phase 2 of Unlock to open up more activities in areas outside the containment zones have come into effect. The process of phased reopening of activities has been extended further. The guidelines said the lockdown will continue to be implemented strictly in the containment zones till 31st of July this year. It said containment zones are required to be carefully demarcated by the state governments with a view to contain the spread of COVID-19 after taking into consideration the guidelines issued by the Health Ministry. Within the containment zones, strict perimeter control shall be maintained and only essential activities will be allowed. The government has said that the estimated cost for distribution of food grains including rice, wheat and pulses under Pradhan Mantri Garib Kalyan Anna Yojana during April to November will be around 1,50,471 crore rupees. This includes total estimated expenditure of 46,061 crore rupees to be borne by the central towards food grain subsidy and expenditure on intrastate transportation and dealer's margin. Yesterday, Prime Minister Narendra Modi had announced the extension of Pradhan Mantri Garib Kalyan Anna Yojana till the end of November 2020. The scheme has been extended from July to the end of November this year. During this five-month period, more than 80 crore people will be provided 5 kilogram free food grains per month, along with 1 kilogram free whole chana to each family per month. Our correspondent spoke to Irshad from Jammu and Kashmir, who thanked the government for increasing the period of supply of food grains. Hello, 
आगे भी ऐसा ही काम करें गरीबों का ख्याल रखें सबका ख्याल रखें Mumbai police have imposed section 144 in the city today in order to restrict people's movement to contain the number of coronavirus cases. Mumbai registered 903 new cases besides 93 deaths yesterday. The total tally of infected people in the state till date stands at 77,197. Besides 4,554 people have succumbed to the infection. We have a report. In a desperate measure to check the rapid spread coronavirus cases in the city, the Mumbai police today imposed Section 144 in the metropolis. The section prohibits presence or movement of one or more persons in public places or gathering of any sort till July 15 unless withdrawn earlier. The order prohibits gathering of any sort including at religious places. Movement of one or more persons in areas designated as containment zones by the municipal authorities have also been prohibited. Except for medical emergencies, movement of one or more persons in the city between 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. have also been prohibited. Establishments providing essential services like food, vegetables, milk supply, medical and grocery stores, hospitals, medicines, pharma and related establishments are exempted. Devapriya Bhattacharji, AIR News, Mumbai. Gujarat government has cancelled university and college examinations following instructions from Union HRD Ministry. State Education Minister Bhupendra Singh Chudasama announced this in Gandhinagar this evening. Our Ahmedabad correspondent has the details. Examinations of Gujarat Technological University, GTU and other universities and colleges in the state have been cancelled. GTU's examination was starting from tomorrow, while examinations of other universities and colleges were planned by the month end. Earlier, in a cabinet meeting held this morning, the state government had decided to conduct examinations of final year students as per the schedule. But following the instructions from the central government, all examinations have been postponed and the new dates will be issued after the guidelines from the center. Yogesh Pandya, Air News, Ahmedabad. In Jharkhand, the accredited social health activists, ASHA, generally known as Sahaya Didis, have played an important role in the recently conducted door-to-door -door intensive public health survey from 18th to 25th of June to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Jharkhand has become the first state to complete such a survey within a stipulated time. The Sahya Didis identified 55,215 people above the age of 40 with the highest risk of corona infections or those suffering from severe respiratory diseases. Our correspondent reports that the state government has decided to mandatorily conduct corona investigations upon the high-risk people identified by the Sahyadi sisters. Sahyadidis have played the role of real warriors in the war against COVID-19. Nearly 42,000 Sahyadidis in Jharkhand gave their full support to carry out the intensive public health survey conducted to identify the high-risk population of COVID-19. Within a mere time span of five days, these Sahyadidis, regardless of their lives, went door-to-door -to, -door to identify the high-risk people who are prone to COVID-19 infection. Asha Didis not only completed the survey work in a limited time, but they also launched public awareness campaigns to create awareness among rural and tribal masses for protection against corona in these areas. Spreading information about hand hygiene and social distancing through wall paintings, the Sahya Didis have also shared relevant know-how on vaccination and proper care of children below 5 years of age. The efforts of these Sahya sisters are helping to control the spread of COVID infection in the state. Shilpi, AIR News, Ranchi.
the Karnataka government appointed experts committee on covid-19 gave its suggestions today on protocols and guidelines to be followed for home quarantine contact tracing testing and treatment chief minister bs yediyurappa informed the media persons after the meeting in bengaluru that state government will suitably adopt the suggestions given by the experts panel more from a correspondent the experts gave their opinion on the ways to reduce the doubling period and precautionary measures to be taken in close places close contact and crowded areas the experts opined that asymptomatic and mildly symptomatic patients could be kept in home isolation to reduce the burden on hospitals covid hospitals they pointed out must focus on serious comorbid patients they advised extensive use of telemedicine and tele icu services home minister basavaraj bommai informed that ngos volunteers municipal workers police and home guards will make concerted efforts to ensure proper home quarantine over 600 auto rickshaws in bengaluru will be used to create awareness on curfew norms and seal down guidelines he informed that over 60000 volunteers have registered to provide helping hand in covid containment measures sudhindra air news bengaluru in tamil nadu the total number covid 19 cases crossed the 94000 mark with 3883 people tested positive today The new cases included 2182 in Chennai. The active case load in the state remains 39856. From hospitals 2852 people were discharged after recovery. 63 others died of the disease taking the total to 1264. Kerala has announced a Dream Kerala project for rehabilitation of the Keralites returning from abroad and for the overall development of the state. We have a report. Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan said that state's economy is badly hit with many non-resident Keralites losing their job amid COVID crisis. The project aims not only the rehabilitation of returnees but also using their skill and knowledge for reviving the state. The various departments under the state government will be coordinating the project. Through the Dream Kerala project, ideas and suggestions from public will be invited. Steering committee headed by Chief Minister is entrusted with the task of making the final decision on ideas selected. Stipulated time frame has been fixed for early implementation of projects. Mayusha for AR News from Tiruvannathapuram. In Mizoram, partial lockdown has come into force from today and will continue till 31st of this month. The state, which has remained under lockdown till yesterday, will have more relaxations. The operation of business and commercial activities to a larger extent has been given permission to ease the economic stress. Officials said the state government order on new guidelines of partial lockdown has also asserted on maintaining safety and healthcare measures. The state has also ordered continuation of night curfew between 7:30 p.m. and 4:30 p.m. rather a.m. every day. Union Health Ministry has written a letter to states and union territories advising them to maintain strict vigil and continue to make all possible efforts to minimize the damage due to spread of COVID-19. The letter jointly written by Health Secretary Preeti Sudhan and DG ICMR Dr Balram Bhargav stated that focus should continue to be on saving lives and also protecting livelihood with the beginning of the second phase of nationwide unlock. The letter highlighted that since testing, tracking and treating is the key strategy for early detection and containment of the pandemic, it is important to augment testing of SARS-CoV-2 in all parts of the country. It said this is the only way to detect the infection early and prevent its spread to ramp up testing in the country ICMR has so far approved a total of 1049 public and private laboratories for covid-19 testing of them 
761 labs are in public sector and 288 are in private sector. The states have been requested to remove the impediments which restrict testing. They've been asked to work in a campaign mode to further facilitate testing by setting up camps and using mobile vans in high incidence areas. Health Ministry has said the rates for RT-PCR tests done by private labs should be finalized and the testing data by them should be forwarded to ICMR and state authorities for surveillance and contact tracing. National Doctors' Day is being celebrated today. The day is observed on 1st of July every year to express gratitude towards doctors and physicians for round-the-clock service they offer. The day is celebrated as National Doctors' Day in the honor of Dr. Bidan Chandra Roy, who was one of the most renowned physicians in the country. The theme for the day this year is Lessen the Mortality of COVID-19. On the occasion, Prime Minister Narendra Modi lauded the role of doctors as frontline warriors during the COVID-19 pandemic. In a tweet, the Prime Minister saluted the doctors for their service to the country, calling them exceptional caregivers who are at the forefront of a spirited fight against COVID-19. Health Minister Dr. Harshvardhan has exhorted the medical community to pledge to follow ethical behavior in their profession. He was speaking during the release of the Good Clinical Practice Guidelines Handbook and Prospectus for Fellowship Program for International Students of National Board of Examinations in Delhi today. Dr. Harshvardhan congratulated the doctors on National Doctors' Day. In our series, Experts Speak on All India Radio, we bring you views of leading medical experts on COVID-19. Dr. Nand Kumar, Professor of Psychiatry Ames, suggested to people to stay at home, spend time with family members and practice yoga. We are going to overcome this crisis within a few weeks. In the coming few weeks, stay at home, spend time with the family, do household work, exercise, listen to music, sing with the family, do yoga, meditation and take care of emotional needs of the family. Dr. Anvita Agrawal, resident infectious diseases aims, advise people to not be negligent and stay at their homes. Coronavirus may be invisible, but the number of people affected are very much visible and the numbers are increasing from day to day. Don't be negligent. Please stay at home. The News Services Division of All India Radio in its bilingual live phone-in program tonight will bring you a special discussion on COVID-19. Dr. A.K. Barshne, Senior Medical Consultant, Ram Manohar Lohia Hospital, will participate in the discussion. This can be heard tonight on FM Gold Channel and additional frequencies from 9.30pm onwards. You're listening to the Evening News on All India Radio. A reminder of the headlines before we move on. India and China call for phased and stepwise de-escalation along the line of actual control at military-level talks. Union Minister Nitin Gadkari says India will not allow Chinese companies to participate in highway projects. BSNL cancels tender for 4G network upgradation and expansion amid call for greater use of make-in-India technology. COVID-19 recovery rate improves to 59.43%, over 3,47,000 people cured so far. 
the health ministry asks state to ramp up testing facilities for covid-19 nine individuals associated with khalisan movement declared as terrorists by the home ministry under provisions of uapa act for quick news update sound the clock follow us on our twitter handle at air news alerts the home ministry has declared nine individuals involved in the khalistan movement as designated terrorists under provision of unlawful activities prevention act they include wadwa singh babbar a key leader of babbar khalsa international lakhbir singh a pakistan based chief of terror organization international sikh youth federation and ranjit singh of khalistan zindabad force the home ministry said in a release that these individuals are involved in various acts of terrorism from across the border and from foreign soil it said they have been relentless in their nefarious efforts of destabilizing the country by trying to revive militancy in punjab through their anti-national activities and through their support to and involvement in the khalistan movement the central government had amended the unlawful activities prevention act 1967 in august last year to include the provision of designating an individual as a terrorist prior to this amendment only organizations could be designated as terrorist organizations by invoking the amended provision in september last year the central government designated four individuals as terrorists they are maulana masood azhar hafiz said Zakir Rahman Lakhvi and Dawood Ibrahim India and Pakistan today exchanged the lists of civilian prisoners and fishermen in their custody the lists were shared in keeping with the provisions of the 2008 agreement under which such lists are exchanged every year on 1st January and 1st of July the sharing of the lists took place through diplomatic channels simultaneously at New Delhi and Islamabad New Delhi handed over list of 265 Pakistan civilian prisoners and 97 fishermen in India's custody whereas Islamabad has shared list of 54 civilian prisoners and 270 fishermen in its custody who are Indians or believed to be Indians New Delhi has called for early release and repatriation of civilian prisoners missing Indian defense personnel and fishermen along with their boats from Pakistan's custody Senior diplomat Indramani Pandey has been appointed as the next ambassador and permanent representative of India to the United Nations and other international organizations in Geneva. Mr Pandey, a 1990 batch IFS officer, is presently additional secretary in the External Affairs Ministry. He is expected to take up the assignment shortly. In Tamil Nadu, six people lost their lives. and 16 others were injured in a boiler explosion at a thermal power plant of NLC India Limited this morning the blast took place in the 6 unit of the 210 megawatt power plant of the NLC India which was previously known as Neveli Lignite Corporation Limited those who sustained more than 40% burns were rushed to hospitals in Chennai while others were admitted in the NLC run hospital Tamil Nadu Chief Minister Edappadi Palaniswami and several other leaders have expressed condolences over the loss of lives in the boiler explosion. The Chief Minister has announced a solemn of 3 lakh rupees each to the families of those who died in the incident. Those grievously injured will be given 1 lakh rupees and those who sustained minor injuries will be given 50000 rupees each. Our correspondent has the details. NLC India Limited is a Navratna public sector enterprise under the Union Coal Ministry. In May this year, a blast in the NLC India Limited plant led to the death of four people. Within two months, a more fatal explosion has rocked the premises. 
it is being said that after servicing the boiler was about to be restarted when the mishap occurred the boiler blast has led to the suspension of the chief general manager and the head of the power unit where the accident occurred union home minister amit shah spoke to the tamil nadu chief minister edapadi palaniswami and assured all help jay singh ar news chennai The National Human Rights Commission NHRC today issued notices to the DGP of Tamil Nadu and SP of Thoothukudi district over the death of a father-son duo allegedly due to torture by police. The NHRC has asked them to submit a report within 6 weeks. The father-son duo were arrested for allegedly violating lockdown norms over the business hours of their cell phone shop. Both of them died at a hospital in Kovilpatti of Thoothukudi district on the 23rd of last month. In Madhya Pradesh the second expansion of the state cabinet will take place tomorrow. Party sources claim that the oath taking ceremony will be held in Rajbhavan at 11 am. More from a correspondent. Talking to the media persons Chief Minister Shivraj Singh Chauhan clearly indicated that the expansion of the cabinet will take place tomorrow. Kal mantri mandal sapath le lega. Manthan se amrishi nikalta hai. Many new faces can be included in the cabinet. At the same time many supporters of the senior leader Jyotiraditya Sindhya will also be made ministers. Chief Minister Sri Chauhan visited Delhi recently after a gap of about 120 days to discuss cabinet expansion in the state. In Delhi he had a meeting with the several top BJP leaders including Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Home Minister Amit Shah, Party President JP Nadda and Union Minister Narendra Singh Tomar. The first expansion of the cabinet took place on 21st April when five ministers were inducted into the cabinet. On the other hand, Uttar Pradesh Governor Anandi Ben Patel today assumed the additional charge of the Governor of Madhya Pradesh Sanjeev Sharma, AIR News, Bhopal. The Railways Ministry has invited requests for qualifications for private participation for operation of passenger train services. Over 109 origin destination OD pairs of routes through introduction of 151 modern trains. The 109 OD pairs have been formed to 12 cluster clusters across the Indian railway network. Each train will have a minimum of 16 coaches. The project will entail private sector investment of about 30,000 crore rupees. This is the first initiator of private investment for running passenger trains over Indian Railways network. Majority of trains will be manufactured in India and the private entity will be responsible for financing, procuring, operation and maintenance of the trains. Trains will be designed for a maximum speed of 160 km per hour. There will be a substantial reduction in journey time. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman has stressed on the need to make the tax administration so simple that the taxpayers find it easy to comply with all their tax obligations. She extended greetings to all the officers of Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs (CBIC) on the occasion of Goods and Services Tax (GST) Day today. Ms. Sitaraman, in a message, said that this is the true essence of ease of doing business as far as tax administration is concerned. The government brought in GST as a historic reform of the indirect taxation system in the country effective from 1st of July 2017. Sensex at the Bombay Stock Exchange climbed 499 points to close at 35,414. Similarly, the Nifty at National Stock Exchange surged 128 points to settle at 10,430. Now let us take a look at the weather forecast for tomorrow. The national capital Delhi will have a partly cloudy sky with possibility of development of thunder lightning. Minimum temperature will hover around 30 degrees Celsius and the maximum will settle at 40 degrees. Mumbai is expecting generally cloudy sky with moderate rain. 
The minimum temperature in the metropolis will be around 25 degrees Celsius and the maximum will be around 33 degrees. Chennai will have generally cloudy sky with light rain or drizzle. The minimum temperature will be around 27 degrees Celsius and the maximum 34 degrees. Kolkata will witness partly cloudy sky with possibility of one or two spells of rain or thundershowers. The minimum temperature will be 27 degrees Celsius while the maximum could go up to 35 degrees. Moving over to the east, rain or thundershowers would occur in Patna towards afternoon or evening. The minimum temperature will be 27 and maximum will be around 33. On to the north in the Union Territory of Jammu and Kashmir, the minimum temperature will be 26 degrees Celsius in Jammu while the maximum will be 38 degrees Celsius. In Srinagar, the minimum temperature will be 17 degrees Celsius while the maximum will be around 33 degrees. The city will have mainly clear sky. In Gilgit, there will be mainly clear sky becoming partly cloudy towards afternoon or evening. In Muzaffarabad, the sky will be mainly clear tomorrow. The minimum temperature will be around 19 degrees Celsius while the maximum is likely to go up to 38 degrees. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Indian China call for phased and stepwise de-escalation along the line of actual control at military level talks. Union Minister Nitin Gadkari says India will not allow Chinese companies to participate in highway projects. BSNL cancels tender for 4G network upgradation and expansion amid call for greater use of Make in India technology. COVID-19 recovery rate improves to 59.43%. Over 347,000 people cured so far. Health Ministry asks states to ramp up testing facilities for COVID-19. Nine individuals associated with Khalistan movement declared as terrorists by Home Ministry under provisions of UP UAPA Act. For details of these stories and more, log on to our website, newsonair.com and newsonair app. And with that, we end the evening news.